Hi guys, Paul from the Innovation Community here. Today, I'm with Dr. Stefan Scraber, who is the Director of Global Product Analytics from Siemens. Great to have you with us. Hi, Paul. And Just, hello, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us a bit about yourself in a few words, just to start with. Yeah, um, I'm 51 years old, married. I'm a father of two. And uh, if I'm not working uh, or uh, with my family, then I'm most of the time uh, on my bicycle, uh, trying to stay in shape a little bit as, as, as much as possible. From a professional background, uh, I'm a power plant engineer. I'm with, with Siemens now for, for almost 20 years in uh, many different positions uh, within the fossil power energy. Fantastic stuff. So where did your career working with analytics start? Um, so it started actually kind of in 2004 timeframe already. Um, and that was the time when I became a, a Six Sigma black belt. That was uh, by that time uh, very, very famous. And um, yeah, that is where, where I started to work in the data analytics uh, environment um, and, and grew from there. Um, from that time. And how has that changed over time? Yeah, of course, I mean, the, the availability of data and also the possibility to combine different kinds of information now has drastically increased, right? Um, so, but also the application of data is a bit different today. Yeah? So today, today, we use data much more to predict future developments and to prevent failures from happening in, in the plants which we observe. Um, in the past, we were mostly doing, um, so after the fact analysis of data, so, um, so, so post-mortem, if you will, and that has kind of, of changed now. So what are you up to in your current role in, in product analytics? In uh, my current role, uh, my team is responsible for collecting and uh, processing the operational data of more than 700 units around the globe and uh, for providing the plant operators with proposals how to optimize the operation of their plants. Um, also, my team is an, if you will, internal data provider helping helping other Siemens organizations with uh, with data to prepare, for example, maintenance works, uh, major overhauls uh, at our customer site. So a pretty challenging and, and diverse task, uh, which also actually makes it very interesting. Absolutely sounds it. So at the heart of it, what really interests you about working in the analytics space? Well, I, I really firmly believe that the, the increasing availability of data and the uh, improving methods to analyze um, these data can put us in a position to make much better decisions uh, as in the past when, when we had to rely on experience and sometimes gut feeling uh, only. So, uh, for example, based on data, we can come up with, with much more precise proposals for our customers. Um, concerning their investment decisions, um, actually, and, and thus create a much better value add for them. 
So what would you describe as some of the major successes that you achieved over your career? Yeah, since, uh, as I said, I'm uh, from, from the origin, I'm a power plant engineer. I worked on some uh, development projects around uh, gas turbines, uh, including a project to develop completely new sets of, of plates and vanes. Um, so that is what I kind of consider success. But to me, actually, the, the biggest success really is, is to bring organizations together, um, helping people to collaborate better and thus, and thus um, leverage the potential of the entire organization. And that really is um, what, I'm, what I'm working on now. And um, yeah, that is, that is very interesting, challenging, and uh, actually also sometimes great fun, yeah. For sure, for sure. So um, tell us about a time you affected change in a major organization and some of the challenges that came with that. Yeah, as I said, well, actually, this, this time is now, yeah. We are, we are right in the middle of a major uh, transformation in, in Siemens Energy. As you might know from, from media, we are, we are spinning off from, from Siemens AG uh, just, just now, becoming a new company. Uh, on top, there is a uh, fast change in our markets uh, due to renewable energies and uh, due to the new digital technologies. So to me, this is, this is super fascinating and interesting. On the other hand, it is also very challenging because the speed of the change is very high. Many people uh, feel, feel very uncomfortable with it because they realize that also their immediate environment is, is changing. Uh, not everybody exactly knows what the future and also their personal future um, looks like. Yeah? So that's the challenge. The, the challenge is really to shape the future and to give people a perspective for their own future in this um, very rapidly changing environment. So kind of, kind of a North Star, kind of a kind of a guiding light, if you will. So what role does technology have to play in shaping this future, in your opinion? Yeah, in, in my opinion, um, technology has to play a major role in actually helping people uh, to collaborate. That, that, is, that is one thing. Yeah, so uh, we are using more and more technologies to bring people together, even if they are um, currently like uh, uh, remotely working, as right? everybody does in 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 the Corona situation, um, that is that is one thing. Uh, on the other hand, um, technology can also help, as I said, yeah, to um, to bring more value adds to the entire business because we get to know more based on the data which we generate. Brilliant stuff. So how would you describe your, your own leadership style? Um, actually, my own leadership style is what I would call a little bit leading from behind, if you will. Yeah. So I, I try to be a good, good coach uh, for the team. And um, I try to help people find their own solutions for sometimes very complex tasks which we are dealing with. Um, but obviously, as I said earlier, in these, um, uh, in these fast changing environments, 
sometimes obviously you have to step um, step up and give the, the North Star, the guiding light to the people. So I try to find a kind of a combination of, of the two. Yeah. And you mentioned leading from behind. That's obviously mm -hmm. mentioning the, the team. How do you engage and communicate with senior leaders in the organization? In, in many different ways. Yeah. So our organization is, is pretty much spread around the globe. We, we have parts of the team in, in different locations in Germany, parts are in the US. We have colleagues in China, Russia, Middle East, Argentina, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So we are, we are covering the globe. So pretty much all of our communication is, is done by, by teleconferences, uh, more, more and more video conferences now um, taking, taking place. And um, so I, I don't have kind of a fixed style, if you will. I um, try to find the right situation um, to talk with uh, the right um, group of people. And I do that very, very uh, informal, if you will. So I have some um, regular information meetings, uh, but that's it. Yeah. In, in essence, in an informal style, uh, we talk about uh, what is on the table. And more and more in these Corona times, we also simply talk about um, uh, social aspects, uh, even uh, even in a virtual coffee break and things like that. Yeah. And where do you see the biggest opportunity for improvement within Siemens right now? Well, uh, within Siemens and also within within my own organization, I think the biggest opportunity really is um, to better leverage all the knowledge, leverage all the power which is in the organization uh, by working uh, and collaborating in a more efficient and more, um, yeah, um, more open way, if you will. Yeah? So I still think that uh, in, in many areas, um, there is still these, uh, these little bit siloed approach. And especially when it comes to the digital business, you have to break down these silos. Yeah? So uh, if you want to come up with a convincing um, digital service, a digital solution for the customer, it has to be a seamless service. And, um, and that is uh, what we need to achieve. What do you think was the biggest mistake you made during your career? <laughs> well, since... Since I'm not very patient, to be honest, yeah, I think the biggest mistake I, I made is, is jumping to conclusions yeah, and, and not taking enough time at the beginning of a project to really bring everybody on board and, and clarify the purpose of the project. Yeah. So I, I think typically engineers, um, we, we, we all have the ambition to simply start working. Uh, I want to achieve something, so let me start with the technical stuff. That is sometimes the attitude, which is great on the one hand. On the other hand, you pay for it uh, as you go along uh, during the project. Uh, so, um, so that is what I really had to learn over the years. At the beginning, take, take time. 
and, and really make sure everybody is on the same page, everybody shares the vision, and only then start, start rolling up the sleeves and, and start working. What are your thoughts on the impact of COVID-19 right now? Mm, yeah, well, well, first of all, it's, it's of course a, a horrible disease. Uh, many people suffer and, and die from it and, and also the economic impact in many areas is a disaster. For us, as we are working in an area of remote services, COVID actually is a boost for the business. Well, many, many of our customers start to realize the importance of, of having somebody looking over their shoulder from remote, being able to help them from remote. So for us in this digital business environment, um, I think the pandemic is actually boosting the business. And how has that affected your role? Are you working from home or are you back in the office now? I am uh, still working from home. Um, so our offices are still pretty empty. Um, as I said, that, that has to do with um, the nature of the tasks which we are having. Huh? So we are a remote service anyhow. We are spread around the globe anyhow. So um, even before the crisis, um, we were mostly engaged in, in remote communication. Um, so actually our day has not changed a lot. What you do see is that, that we have a certain impact in really the, um, the in, informal discussions and the informal way of, of how information flows. Yeah? So that is, that is impacted and we are thinking about uh, ways to improve that. And do you have a routine at home that helps you get through the, the work from home? Yeah, I kind of uh, try to, to keep the routine uh, which I had in the office. So kind of keeping the same um, time frames and so on. Um, what has actually also a bit improved my situation is, as, as many others, I don't have to communicate, uh, I don't have to commute anymore. And uh, that actually saves some time uh, in the evening where I can take a call with, with the US and so on. So actually, um, yeah, there is more time in, um, for, for working now in the day. And I still do not feel, feel stressed out too much. Yeah? So I am um, pretty comfortable working, uh, working from home. But as I said, yeah, some things are not as good as they were in the office. And therefore, I think we need to find a, um, uh, a concept for the time after the pandemic where we really go for specific tasks uh, back to the office uh, and, uh, and make use of that environment there as well, of course. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Um, yeah, as I said earlier, since I'm not very patient, the, the, the best piece of advice which I have received is, is to actually be more patient. Um, and also when it comes to, to transformation, yeah, I learned that there needs to be the right time 
um, for for the necessary transformation and changes. So that is something which really helped me along the way. What are you curious about right now? Well, actually, uh, many different things. Yeah. So um, that is sometimes my struggle. Uh, I am curious about so many different things that it's hard for me sometimes to focus on the right things. Um, in the business context, I am really curious on, on how we can leverage data even more um, to optimize power plant operation. I firmly believe um, that, that there is more in the data as we are leveraging uh, right now. Yeah? And I'm very curious on um, new methodologies, uh, new technologies uh, to find out these patterns and um, yeah, to help our customers even, even more. And who is your favorite thought leader or author? Um, I'm currently uh, reading a book uh, from a guy called uh, Christoph Käse. And uh, the title is Disrupt Yourself. Yeah, and that is, um, that is very helpful and also uh, enlarging uh, my horizon a little bit because I think most of us currently are in a situation where we kind of have to disrupt ourselves a little bit because, yeah, the world around us is disrupted. And um, Christoph provides some, some interesting thoughts on, on how to deal with that. So that's helpful. And what is your favorite quote? Um, I guess my favorite quote is uh, from, from Albert Einstein, um, who said, we cannot solve our problems with the same kind of thinking uh, we used when we created them. And last question, what advice would you give for aspiring leaders in analytics? I think the best advice is to trust in yourself, to be curious and to keep a close eye on getting the team along with you. Uh, people in the team obviously move at different speeds and it is not that easy. But in my opinion, it is crucial to find the right speed, which is, which is healthy for the team. Yeah? That speed does not necessarily have to be your own personal speed, but you have to find the right speed for the team. Great. That was Dr. Stefan Scraber, Director of Global Products Analytics from Siemens. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Paul. My pleasure.